I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and Desiree has nominated Dr. Brad Roach for a Game Changer Award, and I have Dr. Brad with me today, so I can talk a little bit more about, I know quite well what he does, but for our listeners and readers that don't know, I'm excited that he's joining me today so we can learn more about the amazing work that he does with animals. So Dr. Roach, thank you for joining me. Great to see you again, and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. Oh, cool. What a great forum you've got going. Um, it gives us a chance to kind of showcase what we're doing. And we were just talking about this before a little bit. Can you imagine what it would be like to be a veterinarian that can't do all these things? I mean, with the, the acupuncture on the wall. And I never get to a point where I have to say, well, that's all I can do. Yeah. You know, I'm not a surgeon that gets to a point where I can't do that surgery. I'm not an oncologist that, that says, well, I, we can't treat this anymore. But when we're doing the holistic work, we've always got some place to go with it. And that's yes. one thing I love about what we're doing. It's really cool. Yeah. And I've been doing it, I think, uh, about 32 years. And, and 10 years of that was not holistic. And that was immeasurable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a, a dog ha- actually ruptured its intestines from taking too much Remedil, not from my clinic, but another one. And that just uh, it told me that I've got to find some better ways to treat these yeah. animals. So that, that kind of started me on my journey. So, Dr. Brad, was that part of that? Were you, would you say uh, at that 10 year mark, would you say that you were in burnout at that time or were you just so darn desperate to fix your patients? At, just yeah. desperate, needed more tools. Yeah. And um, I can tell you, I would have been in burnout many times after that if I hadn't had the, because the things that you learn with this, you can always use for yourself. And um, I just, I love it. And it's, um, it's more scientific than one would ever believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the cool thing is you get to witness these little miracles. If you just yes. show up and you apply the principles, you get to see these little miracles take place on a daily basis. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. And sometimes you don't even expect it. And at this point I should expect it after 22 years of doing it with a holistic way, but, um, it's just really neat to, to, to see. well, and what's so beautiful is that, that we were talking right before we went, uh, live that, one of the ways I think that integrative veterinarians are capable of avoiding burnout to a better extent than maybe our conventional colleagues is the fact that we do witness those little miracles all the time, enough that our souls get nourished, not by what we've done, but because we've been able to provide, we've opened the doors through some non-toxic and non-invasive tools for a healing response to occur in our patient. What we get to witness is just the magic of the body fixing itself because we're providing the opportunity for the body to do what it was meant to do. And seeing that over and over and over, first of all, it never gets old. And every time it happens, you're like, ah. Oh, is it so awesome that the animal gets a second chance at ha- feeling better in its body, but it also was accomplished in a way that was uh, not disruptive to, to, it was, it was natural. It was done in a way that was not toxic to the earth or to the animal's body. Right. It's pretty, it's pretty awe-inspiring. Yeah, it is. And we, how many times have you heard it said that if I just known this was available, yeah. I'd have been doing this for my pet because I, you know, I, I do it for myself. And, um, and that, that's, that's the people that I want to connect to. And I'm, I don't think we've done a really good job of marketing ourselves over time. Um, and I think part of that reason is because we learned so many different things that we're, mm-hmm. we're not in burnout, but we're like in overwhelm because now we got, uh, acupuncture, homeopathic injections, prolotherapy, you know, ozone therapies, and this on and on and on. And sometimes it's, 
it's we've we've tackled too much i feel like but, but uh, it sure is neat to have all those tools um, it, it is. Yeah. It, and, and I agree with you. The integrative toolbox is becoming mammoth, but I also love that in that we don't have to know it all. I certainly right. don't. I just know a fraction of what's out there. But what's right. cool is we have this growing body of integrative colleagues and scientists who maybe maybe prolos their passion. And so we can refer our patients to other people who have other passions. But what I love is it's not just a handful of us anymore doing alternative things. It's this growing body of veterinarians that have their foundational medical training that have decided for one reason or another to begin adding to that toolbox and grow it in a way that allows them to hopefully avoid burnout, provide a lot more options to their patients, but also then connect with each other in this in this professional community that has a lot more to offer than just what we learned at vet school so i love all those things about the fact that we're growing it's funny too because now you can't even have a conversation about whether to spay or neuter their pet without getting into really why should you do that it's true how else can you spay and neuter you know we do ovary sparing spays and vasectomies now and it's like uh It just complicates it a little bit, but it's so neat to be able to offer that, you know, to animals. Yeah, amazing. So So I have to ask, you do a lot of things. You've been in this for decades. You're watching the the profession expand and grow and flourish in terms of integrative medicine. Uh, When you wake up in the morning, what do you love most about the work that you're doing? Oh, Dr. Becker, there's so many things. First of all, I like the freedom because nobody's going to tell me they're not going to pay for it. You know, the insurance company won't cover it. Um, at least at this point, they're not. Um, they're and we just have the freedom legally to do what the market calls for and to do what our training calls for, as long as we're in agreement with the owner. And uh, we don't have any regulatory bodies that are uh, preventing us from practicing the way we feel like we need to practice. Mm-hmm. And I just love that about them and there's some other things i mean there's so many things um you know watching the miracles um you know and i I don't have to say well that's really all i can do i'm sorry um you know those those uh that phrase is is not really in our vocabulary i don't Mm. think because there's always something we can do to make that animal feel better and um and so yeah that's it's about the freedom it's about the freedom and practicing the way you ethically feel that you should. Yeah. And there's many times when I wish I'd just gone to corporate medicine and just said, well, the heck with it, you know, because uh, uh, this is too hard. You know, I've got uh, 15 different distributors I have to get all my medicines from. And um, if I don't, if I'm not my own business person, I doubt if a boss would actually buy that mm-hmm. inventory mm-hmm. for me to work with. And so I've kind of been forced into the self-employment thing, but um, it's been an, a, the freedom also gives you the great responsibility too. And so, um, but I, I really do appreciate the freedom. If I'd gone in, into the, the human medical world or some other, oh, yeah. uh, would never have had the freedom to express these medical arts. And yes. so, yeah. So just as a side note, if people want, if people say this resonates with me and this makes sense and I'd like to learn more, Dr. Roach, do you, do you have a website or do you, some, some, some of my colleagues say, I don't have time for any of that, but it, do mm-hmm. you have a website or how would people get a hold of you if they wanted to learn more? 
Yeah, um, we have two clinics, a Holistic Pet Care Center of Oklahoma.vet, the Holistic Pet Care Center of Oklahoma.vet. And then I have another one called Best Friends Animal Clinic.vet. And uh, I just run back and forth. I'm, I'm just constantly running down the highway to one or the other. And uh, it's it's been uh, pretty challenging as far as the business model, but it's allowed me to contact a much bigger population. Nice. And do you feel that, because uh, you've been doing this long enough, that you've watched this evolution, both within the veterinary profession, but also evolution of humans moving from considering something different or new because of desperation to considering something different and new because it's proactive, it's common sense, and it would be easier to prevent something from occurring than having to treat it later. Have you watched where you're at and you're, have you watched the shift occur? Cause depending oh. on geographic location, some people say, yes, it's occurring. Some people there's, say not yet. Where are you? There's something that's so pervasive that's shifting quickly now. And you've already touched on it on your Ted talks and some other things that you've done in the past about nutrition and I find that uh, I thought it would be hard and difficult to discuss the raw food feeding with people. But I am so surprised at how many people already do it. Yeah. Um, you know, Dr. Susan Wynn gave a talk recently, and she mentioned like 25% of people already feed raw food or at least the portions of their raw. And I think that's the number one thing that, that uh, this next 10 years is going to really focus on as the research starts coming out, the epigenetics are there the uh, you know the the uh, availability of the products are there and i think it's just amazing to watch that happen and watch some of the myths that we've been dealing with all these years in our medical field uh, get debunked mm -hmm. it's Funny. exciting it's yeah fun watching watching a, a supplement become a normal thing at a drug company yes. sells you know? yeah <laughs> you know, it one is. of those things about raw food yeah that yeah. is well and it's also awesome that you are the fact that you recognize okay i all i learned about school was traditional spay and neuter you know pulling all of the endocrine hormones recruiting tissues out of everybody that i see the number one question I get is, okay, uh, my clients are aware of this topic, but I don't know where to go to get training. I'm in the process of trying really hard to get some professional training courses set up for veterinarians. But in the interim, people like you, you have done that and now you're offering that. So your your medicine and the type of medicine that you're offering is also evolving as we're learning more. And that's also right. amazing. Do you have people driving in from distances? Oh, yeah. To be, yeah I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you do. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, from the border of Texas and wow. uh, all the way up to middle of Oklahoma there, we have people that drive two or three hours sometimes to get to us. And uh, it's sad. I really feel like there needs to be somebody that knows something about holistic medicine in every practice. It would be nice. Yeah. So it would. Um, that's, that's just. Uh, uh, and, and how's the barometer? One other question about location. How's the barometer <laughs> of, of your conventional colleagues? Uh, under, I don't want to say understanding what you do, respecting what you do. And is there any referral relationship happening or not yet? Well, that's a good question. I've been able to speak at the Oklahoma Vet Group's uh, meetings for the past several years. They usually get me to talk on something. but um, And so I've, I've earned my place, my position sort of I've got to where people will send me things. And I've even gotten, uh, gotten some veterinarians that are coming to me with their own pets because I treat any veterinarian that can come to me, I will treat their pet for free or for cost. So good. And, and so that's just uh, one of those things I started doing uh, many years ago. And 
actually a physician taught me that. She said, I'm not charging you anything. We're, we're colleagues. And uh, I just, I said, well, I can afford it. You know, I wasn't a position where I couldn't afford it, but it just meant so much to me. So I started Mm -hmm. uh, that that project as well. And we've got several of them that are taking us up on it. And then we've gotten referrals from those people too, because they know it works. That's really beautiful. And what a great way to open a door, you know, just a great way to open the door and say, you know, we're just going to start a discussion and, and, uh, you know, for free and come on over and see if it works. That's a really great way to build a bunch of bridges. Good for you. That's awesome. So you look back on your um, beautiful career, your dynamically shifting practice, your evolution as a wellness veterinarian. When you look back on on where you've been and then the bright, exciting future of where you're going, Dr. Roach, if you could tell the world or share with the world one thing, what would it be? I think mainly it's about the feeding, about the the cancer and all the the epidemics that we're facing right now could be stopped if we just use our brains and when we go and feed our animals and and feed them, you know, something that's uh, species appropriate. I think uh, that's the main thing. And then if I'm just talking just to veterinarians about comfort, I'm going to say wear Hoka shoes. (laughs) Excellent. Good. That's a very good tip. (laughs) This is excellent. Yeah, I I respect that. Yeah. So that's uh, food and Hoka's. You know, pretty much that'll fix everything. Yeah. Yes. If your feet I, feel good, you can glide through the whole day. If you're there, you go. Feel good, you just don't feel good. I like that. That's that is a good, wise advice, common sense advice all the way around. Dr. Roach, I'm so happy that Desiree took the time to nominate you. I'm also so happy you. that you are a happy human in a career that lights your soul on fire and you're still happy doing it decades later. You are a light and a role model to veterinarians that think, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this or I, you know, this is not what I thought my profession was. You are role modeling how to have joy decades into a profession that you have been able to cultivate and kind of shape to fit what you need to be doing to be the best version of yourself and in turn helping all the animals around you. It's a really good thing. So I appreciate the light that you are to your community and the people watching you. Well, thank you. And I appreciate what you're doing and the the, the TED Talks and the forums and all the formulating and uh, the, the brain work that you're doing. I wish, you know, I've, I've followed what you've done for years and just really appreciate uh, everything. Well, I'm so thankful. Together, as our integrative community grows, we're able to support each other. But we are building this worldwide network mm-hmm. of informed uh Bigger thinking, uh, broader thinking veterinarians willing to have conversations and be on the leading edge of helping healing to occur in the least toxic way possible. And I think that as we have more and more conversations about what it takes to assist with a functional healing response in terms of our jobs, not just as doctors, but as facilitators of healing, then the conversation shifts to include a bigger scope of people, but also a broader conversation. And I appreciate that you are among my friends and colleagues participating in that conversation, helping to get the rest of our colleagues uh, on board. So thank you for everything you're doing and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. Thank you for making it safe for us to talk about these things too.